All right, welcome back to the greatest show on the planet. Uh, this is Tony Stevens. I'll be your GM, your narrator, and your humble moderator for this game. This is Saturday Night Gaming Presents Hands of Greed. Uh, when last we left off, the team had managed to do some rather crazy things to Earth and then bamfed and got all the way to uh, another planet, Doglotha, and are currently trying to start trouble there too. Hopefully nobody sneezes again. Everybody took their allergy medication this week, but I'll go ahead and let my cast and crew introduce themselves one by one. Uh, go ahead and give me your name, your character's name, and just a little bit about what's going on with you right now. My name is Jessica. I'm playing in Holesha, and she is currently meditating um, on the nature of the forest rune. See what I did there? Ha. All right. I'm Ronnie. I'll be portraying Mr. Smiles. He's currently in the forest, just being one with the shadows, all Mortal Kombat 2 style, like smoke. Nice. Just even behind the tree, just going. <laughs> A little noob action. Um, I am Quinn. I will be playing Al, everyone's favorite 20-something-year-old NC character. That is a fact both true about my character and myself. Um, and he is also meditating. All right. I am Chrissy, playing the character Red. She is just polishing the gold that she just chipped off that chariot uh, <laughs> from right, the last game. So <laughs> she's doing all that right now. <laughs> You should let Casey know that her character was in this game and that she took gold off of her chariot. Just let her know that, please. <laughs> Will do. All right. Uh, <clears throat> my name is John, and my character uh, is uh, Fedora II. Um, he is currently meditating on his magic ability, and he realized that he has none. <laughs> but because he became enlightened uh, on the fact that he has no magic, his intelligence increased a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That works. I like that. <laughs> I like how you did that. He's, he's, it's more like processing on information yeah, yeah. that he knows about magic. Oh, so. and because his intelligence increased a little bit, he was able to come up with a better, more efficient algorithm for his mechanisms, making him slightly stronger. Wow. Well, he's had a good, uh, he's had a good day. Yeah. He also I like that for him. All right, so everybody got to the forest at the base of uh, the mountain where you had seen, you all introduced yourselves, some of you uh, more subtly than others, uh, introduced yourselves to the Union of Might um, on Fort Ecclesia, uh, but now you're at the base of the mountain, you've entered the forest, you realized quickly upon getting in there that the sun was setting and this is a rather big forest that you have to trek through in order to find your next location to destroy or steal stuff from. Um, so upon sleeping, you're now waking up to the day and as we start that, go ahead and give me a willpower roll, Al. Double checking my math. All right. And are you raising it at all or keeping it the same? Yeah, I'll keep it where it is. Okay. Twenty-nine. Awesome. Everybody else give me well, except for you, John. Everybody else give a willpower roll. Benchmark twenty. 
Willpower is wisdom, right? Correct. That's going to be an eight, fella. Eight? Wait, no. Yeah, eight. All together. Thirty. Twenty-eight. It's not a critical fail, though, was it? What was the roll you actually got? Yeah, that's a critical fail. I'm going to give you red. Yes. Red for Ron. I got 28. Okay, cool. Um, Do I get a chip for critically failing the 30. Awesome. Wow. (laughs) You succeeded exceptionally. Your dexterity is also very low. (laughs) It's it's low right now. (laughs) Feel like that should give you some sort of a buff on the next willpower check or something, but I'm not entirely sure what to do with that. I didn't think anybody would succeed that well. So (laughs) You feel extra wise. You feel really good about your... You were really willful. Yes. <laughs> All right. So good for you. Okay. So, like I said, everybody has awakened in the forest now, uh, and you're trying to find your way to the Celestial Catacombs. I have opened the forum to the role play. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast my uh, Wisdom of Ancients. Okay. What you got? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. All right. Are you trying to? You're, that's, that's a boost. My, yeah. Okay. I am creeping up on Al, and I stand beside him. I want you (laughs) to roll Dex and see if he knows. I mean, I was going to make my presence known. I think it'd be cool if you didn't know. Either way, it's fine. I mean, if that's your whole move, you might as well roll for something, right? Let's see. It's going to be a a 20. Do you want to roll against it to see if you see him? Sure. Perception, right? Yeah. He knows you're there. You are not as much ninja as it's he like, is. Well, you uh, you missed that twig right there. Well, so tell me, who do you serve? I notice the what shininess God? around you. Shininess. Mm. Oh. Why should I tell you? What's well, in it for me? What's in it for you? Something tells me that I'm drawn. My essence is drawn to that essence. If that makes any sense. That would be true. The one that I serve is related to yours. Mm. <clears throat> Yours? It's worth talking about our little pets. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Hold on. <clears throat> out of character. What was that name again? Of who? The, um... <clears throat> Leptini. Bagarundi. Bagarundi. 
name is Banarunzi. Hmm. <laughs> um, of course. <laughs> Guess that'll be it for my action. No, you're good to go for okay. your action, whatever you want to use. You were just rolling against him for funsies, okay. so. I'm going to see if I can pick up on any kind of, like, path. That sounds good. Uh, 25 just for perception check. Uh, 32. All right, what did you get? 25. Okay, so um, you're trying to find a path, correct? Yeah. Alright, so you would definitely see that there is kind of like dug into the dirt a walk path. Not something that somebody intentionally put there, but over the years, people walking back and forth through this area, you can tell where the grass is laid down, the dirt is more barren. Um, it is a path for you to follow. Um Inolesha, you would know you would know that the the lay of the land basically there's nothing here in the woods that poses you a threat. It's a far away distance, I don't know. Yeah. So nothing in these okay. woods outside of the catacombs poses a threat to you. So the woods are the catacombs? The woods are not the catacombs. Okay. All right. Red. They know where they're going now, so I mean, I'm sure y'all are just walking along. Yeah. To get to the... I'm done polishing my gold, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just following along with them. Okay. Um, and 4-2, just giving you a chance in case you want to do anything crazy before I start telling you what's going on. All right. My head starts spinning. Oh, gosh. Like, actually spinning? Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, it can. Yeah, it can. Why's your head spinning? He's giving me an opportunity to do something crazy. There's, it almost feels like a disco ball. Like the, the light is glistening off of his mirror face as it's spinning around. And you're not blinded. You're fine. No. But maybe yeah. do it a little disco duck. I don't know. Rave in the forest. Yeah. yeah. Rave in the forest. All right. Always bring four two when you go places. Okay. So as you walk through the dark forest, though, I think somebody here especially gets excited because they see that there is a large rock natural structure but the opening to the cave is blocked off by pure gold gates like wrought iron gates you know like the slats and everything but pure gold how do you know they're pure gold because i've told you oh. <laughs> dang it that would be hilarious you have to submerge them hmm. i would Pay to see you try. That would be very interesting to do, but I feel like I have to take a piece of it. I don't know if I could take the whole thing. Maybe this is your test. Mm. You know, true heroes and whatnot. <clears throat> but, you know, don't let me mm. stop you. I wonder if there's like some way we can. Hmm. So what? What's exactly? 
There's a lock. Is there is there anything special about this gate that um, other than it being gold is what are some of the attributes aside from that? Like Okay, so uh, you do notice that there are pure gold gates that are barring your way into the caverns. Um, they have pretty etchings on them and stuff. Doesn't seem like there's anything necessarily locking them. They seem decorative. You said there were etchings? Yeah, just like uh, Celtic knots or whatever mm. else you want to kind of, for flavor sake. Um, can I roll to see like what those etchings might say and trying to interpret what they mean? You could, if you wanted to. I wouldn't stop you. How tall are they? They're as tall as the cavern entry. They are... Oh. 20 feet tall. What? That's insane. You, you can, they meet with the top, though. They, they block the entry. <laughs> oh, wow. 15... 36. The etchings, uh, as you translate them, I don't know how you knew this language, but somehow <laughs> you did. Uh, you may have seen this in some book some other time or something, um, but the etchings upon them basically just say the catacombs of the celestials uh, for those who are at peace with themselves and nature, you are free to enter. All right. Well, I'm going to try to chisel off <laughs> that part right there. <laughs> um, like a prank, right? Hmm? said like a prank, right? I fear your debt's a piece of history, and I'm going to take a, or at least a piece that's very significant. So I'm going to want to take that, those etch, or at least part of those etchings off. Now I'm going to make you roll for it. It's gold. You know how to work it. Yeah. You have chiseled out an entire bar. Yours. Awesome. It didn't seem to hurt you, stop you, no magical spells, no locks, no nothing. So, that's where you are. Well, I guess that means it's safe to enter. Maybe you didn't, like, get electrocuted or thrown back. Does the gate still have a lock? Because we should probably unlock it. No, it doesn't. It does not seem locked at all. No master lock, no chains. Well, if she's able to chisel a piece off of it, it can't be that hard to get into. Yeah. Somebody strong. I could, like, get in. You want to? I want to for two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You walk up, you grab a hold of the bar, you open the gate. Success. That's it. it was I tip a, my hat not locked when I do that. And then walk through. Impressive. Good job for two. Tip of the hat. Did I really impress people? Yeah, I'm impressed. Um, I don't know. That's part of my. That's part of my card. thing is to impress the bars. No, the, the 
Oh, it's solid. I thought I was thinking it was solid iron for some reason. No, or they're like uh, rod iron gate, like okay. slats, like uh, poles, bars. Mm-hmm. So she just like chiseled out an entire bar and then took okay. it. I was thinking like if it's like so, like gold. you could see through it. Gold is pretty heavy, so I would imagine it would take some kind of force to like. Yeah. Well, he's it. a robot. I think. Yeah. That's so it's pretty it, impressive. He opened it. Yeah, y'all can enter the the main room now. Entry room to the the catacombs of the celestials. All right. And it's rather dark in here, so doesn't seem to be any natural light or electricity running through this cavern. So it's a cavern. You have fire, right? What's that fire? Do you mind lighting the light? If you ask nicely. Pretty please. Sure. Alright, I'm gonna just light my hands on fire. Third difficulty. I don't think so. I mean, at this point, you're, you're parahuman fire and something else. I think that you can light your hands on fire without killing anybody. Mm-hmm. You're not intending to do anything crazy. Just light the room. That's fine. Uh, consider it a passive effect for you. You can light the way. Um, as you light the room, you notice that there are etched images on both sides of a large circular room. Um depending on which side of the room you'd like to go to, to look at the images, will dictate what I tell you about them. So there's a right side of the room and a left side of the room. I'm going to the left. Well, You're going to the left? There's yeah. a circle, right, technically. It is a circle. All right, so 4-2, as you go to the left, uh, the pictures on the left side of the room actually depict an individual that is guiding a group of people. So little stick figure cave kind of etchings or whatever, but you see one little guy and all these other guys like following him. Um, And you see that in each image, they seem to build a house and then a city and then a kingdom. And that's what seems to be going on on the left side of the room. This person leading these people to build homes and safety. Oh, cool. So does this mean we have to Stay here and build a home. As soon as you get to the end of those images, you would notice that there is a door. I know the first thing about construction. Next to a door. I know how to burn So there's two doors. Sorry, two doors. Are they differentiated in any way other than being... There is an image etched onto the door that you've come to at the end of this. these people building a city or whatever. Um, You would notice that the doorway on the left depicts an image of an individual surrounded by others holding hands... Like kumbaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I vocalize kumbaya? <laughs> you can. That's okay. not copyright. You guys hear me say kumbaya. I'm sorry. What was that? Kumbaya. Oh, I thought you were gonna sing it. Well, that, that might be copyright. No, no, no. I was not speaking to you directly. What did you call me? I did not call you anything. Cumberbun. He called you Cumberbun. <laughs> gonna step back. Are you wearing a Cumberbun? Is that part of your three PC? Huh? Oh no! No, I yeah. just say kumbaya to myself. Yeah. And then this guy over here is like, "What'd you call me?" <laughs> like, Calm down. I'm like Tom Thumb. Yeah, take that chip off your shoulder. We're all friends here. Take my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Let me inject you. Uh, all right. There's a chip on my shoulder. <laughs> so now that's the left side of the room. Lukewarm ranch. I'll go to the right side of the room. Okay, so on the right side of the room, you follow those pictures. Um, 
The pictures on the right side actually depict a group of people traveling in mass. Uh, each of them seems to be gaining wealth for themselves. And you finally come to the doorway on the right side uh, that actually depicts several people with their own individual wealth, bags of gold and riches, personal wealth. I'm going to tell her about the golden riches on the wall. Okay. And, of course, that door... So the door on the left is the Kumbaya door, and the door on the right looks like bags of wealth. Um, and there's nothing else in this room other than etched images and two doors with etched images. Should we split up into two parties to kind of, like, see what's what in each of these doors normally I would agree with that but if I remember correctly Magni did say this would be a test mm -hmm. it seems to me the path to self enrichment with you know monetary gain not really be what the heroes would go for it would be unity but you know that's just my opinion can she just open the door and peek in from stand in the doorway and look in? I open the door. Which one? The door. Kumbaya door or the gold the door? The rich, riches door. The door talking. shiny. Cool. You want the shiny door? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So you push the door open. You walk on in. Got walk no qualms with anything. Okay. So I'm as you... outside the room. Hey, what's in there? As you walk in, you've got your hands lit up and everything, and you can see something glistening in the shadows just in front of you. And the closer you get, the more it seems to glisten, and the closer you get, the more you start to hear it. Oh, who's the adorable little murder ball in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> really say anything to you but it knows you're there now so if you want to you you obviously saw it was there you heard it snarling you can roll either to uh brace up to it or escape it i'll brace up to it and i'm also going to tell them by the way there's a murder ball in here a murder ball a murder ball Furry Not like a murder ball. <laughs> it looks well, like the the uh, critters when they get all together. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Okay. So, uh, let me get to my page here, and then I will tell you. I will not let you get to your page. Okay. Uh, you I'm are sure. facing a formidable foe. Your benchmark will be 35. Oh, Okay. That's going to be a 32. Wait, hold on. Thirty-four, and because my guy is all about style, I'll give you this to add. Add two to it? Yeah. Just toss it up. All right. So you managed to brace up to it as it runs forward very quickly, this big furry ball of death and teeth mm -hmm. you grab on to the teeth with like one tooth in each hand that you're like bracing him 
from like actually eating you with. So you manage to actually take this in this moment. You don't take any damage, but you are caught in this. Like this is not something that you could just like yoink and then run out of the room. You're actively trying to hold him back. I'm gonna give him chin scratches. All right, so give me a roll for your fire. Gonna be a thirty-one. Okay, so you manage to take one hand away. You try to form your fire. You oh do... no, I was just trying to give him chin scratches, like literally. Oh, you're literally trying. Are you rolling off charisma? Uh, like trying to convince him to like you? Yeah, which is not going to work because I rolled a seven. So hey, what's that added to your charisma? Okay, so that's a thirteen. That is an unlucky number, sir. He does not like you. Um, He's definitely snapping back. So that was your turn. Uh, anybody else? Everybody can hear and what's going on there. The barking, the biting, the growling. And you know that he's in there going, Ooh, murder ball and chin scratches. Is everything okay down there? <laughs> well, it was until I angered it. Now it's trying to kill me. It definitely wants to devour him. I think we nice. should probably help him. I mean, if you want to help, you can. If you don't, I don't understand. I'll right. come down there. Besides, okay, so there's here. riches in there, I'm sure. I look okay. around. Yes, there's riches down here. <laughs> I see so many shiny things. <laughs> All right. Shiny things in the corner. There, 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 everywhere. Well, I'm definitely coming. All right, so you run in the room, you see him standing there holding onto this thing's teeth. It looks like a 20-foot circumference of a fur ball that's got like many feet underneath it, clawed talons, and these big teeth. It's mostly mouth uh, that he's holding back with his hands, his flaming bare hands. Hmm. I'm feeling like if I can whip around one of his teeth and try to rip it out. Okay, so again, the benchmark is 35 on this thing. I'm also going to use my, well, actually, I won't use my electric charge. He's holding it up together. So, so just regular whipping? Just a regular whipping. Whip it good. Mmm... <laughs> your skills down at the bottom how much how much do you have in your whip i got 26 26 total okay so not quite 10 below um you whip at the tooth you do not manage to wrap around it it bites down and has a hold of your whip right now well so you're just kind of like standing there like oh man uh, that might not have been the best decision i ever made but so right now he's 
depo- uh, indisposed because he's trying to hold the teeth back. She's indisposed because she doesn't want to let go of her really pretty whip. Um, I guess I'll go help. <laughs> I'm going to stay out of range of it. Okay. And I'm going to use the Chaos Will to cast Gravity Well, single target, on it. Okay, so its benchmark is 35, so roll for that. And I hope you do well. I'll give you a favor. All right. Oops. Oops, sorry. Oh, that's better. Mm-hmm. It's a 33. Okay. So, you succeed in casting the spell. Mm-hmm. You don't have an issue with that. However, Mr. Smiles is holding on to it. So that's part of the partial right there. The partial success will be that Mr. Wells is inside the gravity well. Will the creature still take damage? Yes. Okay, so seven points of damage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now... You're also stuck in the gravity well. Okay. One more thing. So it does have the slowed condition. I don't know how we work that for NPCs. It just gives them disadvantage on physical checks. Yeah, I, I'll make him... He might not be able to do a full attack on okay. his turn or something. All right. Um, but basically, gravity well, you and the thing are like pulled up and then slammed. I mean, you want to narrate the effect? Um... Basically, it's chaos wheel comes up underneath it, mm-hmm. and it's like an anchor point, just holds it in place. So, unfortunately, because it didn't succeed fully, you're also just kind of like anchored in place, kind of. Okay, so I'm still holding on to. Yeah, the you're stuck with it. Oh boy, you won't be dragged. And under, underneath, what you see is like the circle with the squiggly. It looks like an eight-point compass wheel. Each of them at different points. It almost looks like a blazing black sun underneath your feet, holding you in place. Wow, this just got more fun. All right, now in Alesha four two, yes. are you making any actions to help them at all in their room of murder ball? Sure, I'll walk in there. Okay, you walk in, you see this big, angry murder ball. You see a man in a suit and a kabuki mask uh, anchored in place by this shiny kind of indigo dark rune wheel that's on the ground. Okay. Um, you see her whip stuck in its mouth. And you see him standing there kind of going, sorry. <laughs> so he's in a gravity well. Is He is, yes. Is there any so way I can nice. pull him out of it by just grabbing a hold of his arm? pull him out of it or would I rip his arm off I think that depends on how well you do well I know I can't use magic what is the benchmark on your uh, magic so take a 10 add it to your magic 26 26 so outroll a 26 you can pull him free if you don't, you might dislocate his arm or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. At, at that point, it t- kind of depends on his strength and constitution. And the beast itself, 
I could attack the beast itself. You could attack the beast itself if you wanted to. Yeah, I think I'll do that. It's got a lot of fur. Oh, I can make a coat. <laughs> uh, I yes, think. I have motivation now. A critter coat. Yeah. I could use the skin as leather for my jacket and the fur as the fur part of my coat. All right, I am going to reach out with... Uh, I do actually have bladed weapons uh, that can manifest themselves. So I'll just go old school, like, you know, try to eviscerate some part of it. Okay, so you shift your hands into the blades and yep. go to town on it. It's like uh, the T-1000. All right. Okay. So its benchmark is 35. Okay. I've rolled a 19. That's good. Do I add strength to that? What do I add to that? Um, your blades and everything actually are shifting ability. That's and a those nano? go off of your, it's nanotech that goes off your intellect. Okay. Um, and I get a plus three to nano. So that's 22 plus 17, whatever that is. I increased my intelligence. That's a 39. Yeah. All right, I think I got it. What's the damage rating on your nanotech? Uh, damage rating on nanotech. You don't have anything written in your weapons box, do you? Uh, weapons, I got equipment. <laughs> There's nothing in my weapons box. Yes. Well, okay, I'm going to say that your nanotech is... I'm sorry, what? His arm is his weapon. Yes, you could write arm. my arm. I'm writing His it arm now. is his weapon. <laughs> but I would, I would probably rate these since they're not probably like little hand daggers. You're probably making like big choppy swords yeah, out T, of them. Yeah, T-1000. All right. So, but you can't obviously hold it two-handed. So it can't be a large weapon. Say a medium rating. Yeah. Give you a six. Write that in your weapons box. Six, six DMG. So you run up and you start just hacking and slashing away pieces of the fur and the skin so that you can make yourself a coat, basically. Uh, it can I, can I like hit a button on my chest and, and starts playing like, um, like kind of choir, like, ah, yeah, 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 exactly. No, 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 no drums. It's just, it's just, just the choir, just the choir part. Yeah, angelic. All right, Inalesha, are you trying to help them at all? Um, you gotta add that to the video or to the uh, audio recording. <laughs> I that I'm gonna try to require effect on that. Okay. Well, is he already being stabbed? He is being skinned. Ew! I don't want to commune with him now. I'm gonna cast Forest Flesh. Okay. For you're just doing forest flesh right so it's just you're casting it on yourself yeah so what's your magic rating like right there yeah, i mean i got a 30 so it doesn't matter it's just like my armor i got a 30 30 yeah okay you're good you armor up you got bark <laughs> For skin basically no I don't. flesh all right so the creature starts to snap back because obviously it's being slashed at and hurt and all that sort of stuff but it cannot manage to get anything that's outside of the circle unfortunately there's only one person inside the circle with it 
Um, so if you want to try and withstand that, I guess you can't really roll out of the way here. Yeah, no, that's just going to be... You don't have to be straight up cone. So take it through your physique if you want to. Okay. I'm going to need another cheap. That's a 25. All right. So you try to basically like punch him in the face. Like you pull back and you like try to punch him in the face. But he, now he's got a hold of your hand. And he's only got the mouth. So he's like chomped on to your hand. Fortunately, in the movement of opening his mouth to chomp down, your whip got free. Oh. So, goodness. there you go. What's the damage rating? Is he... He's chomping him right now? Yeah. Eight. Eight. Okay. Just kind of like gnawing on his hand a little bit. Are runes like spells where I can only use each one time, or can I use them as many times as I want? As many times as you have uh, spell slots. So if you have, if you can cast up to eight, you could use one spell eight times before you can't use any more spells. Gotcha. Yeah. So you've used two. <coughs> you have six. Or no, he's saying I can use each one. Each spell seven times. So, let me we clarify that. So if you have seven in total, you can use any one of them seven times. Yeah, but you once have... you've spent seven spell points, you're out. You have to recharge. You have to meditate. Okay. Look, he's giving me love bites. Yeah, num nums. We have different definitions for that now. Um, <laughs> can you? Haven't used my command on him yet. Can you just kill it already? I mean, rip its tongue out. Do something. I can only do so much from here. Is that a command? Yes. Okay. Like a it is. Inside his mouth. Yes. All right. Give it uh, that fine. fine lime chili. Fine, it was angering me anyways. Whatever you need to tell yourself. Alright, so how do you plan on... Well, it has me... It has my hand there. That's... It does. I'm going to grab its taste bud and just <laughs> light it on fire. Okay. Grab it by the taste buds. Ooh, it might smell good in there in a minute. Like roasted tongue. Alright, let's see. Hey, I am waiting. That's okay. That's going to be a 30. 30? Alright, mm -hmm. so that's a partial success. Uh, what's your damage rating on your fire? 8 damage for 3 rounds. Alright, so he'll since you're only a partial success, he'll take four damage. Okay. And for how many rounds? Three. Three? Okay, so it repeats uh, burning damage at two, or does it keep the eight each time? Uh, how do you have that written? It was halved. It should be four. <laughs> so, so if he you, deals four, then he's going down to two damage. Yeah, he's going to go down to two for each one, yeah. Alright, so you managed to blow up a fireball inside of his mouth, but... You can't quite seem to see what you're doing. You only got the one hand free, and he does like there's like smoke coming out of his mouth now. It smells like barbecue. 
He's not dead, though. You failed your command. Well, it looks like he finally ate a hot pocket. Hot pocket! Alright. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to maintain concentration. Like pizza bagels better. Duration is concentration. You can Got have you. them in the morning. All right. The so at this moment, uh, the creature is slowed. It is taking damage from fire and is currently trying to mash down on his hands. So I think he's a little distracted. So I'm going to take his benchmark down to 30 for those that are not currently existing inside of his mouth. Um, I am going to attack this creature's eye. One of his eyes. It has one. Right here. Pizza Big, small. huge, beautiful blue eye. Thirty-four. Nice. So you succeed. Uh, I guess you're shooting it or throwing a dagger at it or hitting it with the whip. No electric charge. <laughs> Just whip it in the eye. <laughs> All right. So as you're staring it in the eye, like you got your hand inside its mouth, she just whips it, and it blasts electricity all through its eye and goes, <laughs> and just like eye juice. Oh, no electric charge. Oh, just... no electric charge. Well. It slices it open and juice still pops out. <laughs> Gross. Just That's right. Whip it good. Dripping on you. It's beating up and dripping off of your mask, but it's definitely staining the suit. Uh, 